Shalom, shalom. Welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith. We are living life in the spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining with me as we seek to take time in the scriptures to lift up the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about the walk of faith. You know, how important is it to walk by faith and not by sight? Hallelujah. So we're going to look at that um, and just be encouraged as we spend some time within the scriptures. If you're just tuning in, just uh, give us a shout out in the comments section. Let us know that you are watching today. And uh, we appreciate those who are watching live. We also want to welcome those who are listening later. And for our audience on the podcast platforms that goes out across the world on multiple channels, uh, we appreciate you joining with us. Uh, if you would like to send us uh, an email just to let us know you're watching and you can't do it in the comments based on you know what system you're on, you can email me, Kenny, at bulldozerfaith.com. Hallelujah. So for those that are tuning in, we've got B in Texas. We've got Esther in Australia. Good to see you. We've got Yogi with us in Mississippi. We've got Vicky in Texas. We've got Angie in the Carolinas. Yep. In Charlotte, we've got Jerry in Massachusetts. Okay, good to see you up in Boston, Massachusetts area. Hallelujah. Freezing cold up there, Jerry. I was just thinking about you. Man, it was like 26 degrees when I was out uh, prayer walking this morning. And, you know, this is one of the reasons why I want to talk about uh, the walk of faith today and the importance of that. And we'll delve into that. So welcome. Thank you uh, for joining. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you that it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your Ruach HaKodesh. It's by your Spirit. As we take a moment in the Word, I pray, Father, that you will build up the body, that we will be strengthened in your presence, that you will speak to us, and that uh, you know you will just minister directly to what we need today. And more than anything, Father, that you will equip us for the purpose of bringing your kingdom to this generation in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, like I said, I was out walking. I was out faith walking and prayer walking and just really pressing in, uh, you know, the preparation for outreach, looking for those to minister to, to share the truth of Yeshua. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a walk of faith. So I was walking, praying in the Spirit, just listening. Um, I was hoping to find opportunities to speak with people. It was the, the morning, so there wasn't that many people out uh, on the, the seafront in Naharia. But, uh, you know, I spoke to a few people, but most people didn't speak English. So anyway, I just kept prayer walking and just looking for those opportunities. You know, we can lay hands on the sick. We can minister to people even if they can't understand <laughs> our language, as long as they're open for it, of course. Um, but anyway, we're making an active step towards our outreach, towards reaching out and sharing our faith with others on the streets. You know, what does the message of Yeshua look like on the streets of Israel? Uh, is it any different from any other countries? Well, obviously, you start dealing with the religious, and you're going to see some pretty huge opposition as you share the gospel of Yeshua on the streets. But that's okay. We're looking for those opportunities to bring the, the life of Yeshua to this generation. So I want to open with Psalm 40. We share this uh, about a week ago but in verse 8 it says I desire to do your will 
my Elohim, your instructions, they are within my heart. And, you know, what is the importance of getting the instructions within our heart? You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. What's so vitally important? is that, uh, you know, we are being equipped through the scriptures, that we are seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. We're walking in his ways. You know, it, you don't just wake up and, and, and just decide to do something. We want the instructions from the word. What's the father saying? And, uh, you know, I was up at five o'clock this morning, just in that place of intercession uh, for the lost. And just you feel that burden on your heart. And, you know, you're, you're just uh, uh, churning over what the, the Spirit is doing within your heart as you seek His face. What is it going to take? You know, where you put your foot, that's the ground I'm going to give you. We've got to go out and start preparing the way because, you know, when we start dealing with faith, we're stepping out of the natural realm. We're not walking in what looks like our own abilities, so it's not about what's your strength, uh, you know, what's your gifting. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about desiring to do the will of Yehovah. And this is vitally important when it comes to the walk of faith. You know, people want to take biblical principles and just apply it to their lives without the connection of being in the presence of Yehovah, without ministering before Yehovah, without walking in relationship with Him. And those biblical principles will serve you, uh, you know, uh, to a certain level, but you cannot function and operate in the kingdom if you're operating within this realm without relationship. So more than anything, we want to press in and experience what it truly means to be in the presence of Yehovah. So, you know, we, we start in that place of prayer. We're in that preparation. We get to that place where we align our hearts and our minds for action. We make that decision. You know, I'm, I set my mind on things above. I'm not going to be focused on that which is in this realm. And uh, there was a scripture we read the other day, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And I want to read a few uh, of the verses. Well, maybe I'll just read that first nine verses. Verse 1. Now we know that if the earthly tent that we live in is destroyed, we have a building from Elohim, an eternal house in heaven not built by human hands. So we're, we're understanding that we are called to walk in the supernatural. Don't be afraid of this tent, this earthly building that you have. You know, be concerned about who you are in the spirit. Verse 2. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, because we are clothed, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling. So, uh, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now, it is Elohim who has made us for this very purpose, that he has given us the Spirit as a deposit guaranteeing um, what is to come. Hallelujah. We've got to receive the Spirit. 
So Yeshua said, don't leave Jerusalem until you receive power on high. And, and we see in uh, John chapter uh, 14, the, the Father has a gift for you. He is going to do what? Send the Ruach HaKodesh. He's going to send the Spirit to you. Don't leave until you receive power from on high. And, you know, I love the the, the picture of the mikvah of the spirits and you know i hope that everyone is is uh, immersed that we've all been baptized in the name of yeshua that we have died to the old man we rise to the new man hallelujah but the immersion of the spirit is something that's so special and listen every immersion we can experience in them uh, on an ongoing basis well obviously when we die to, uh, to the old man we rise we're born again of the spirit but these other immersions we can do them over and over for cleansing we can uh, go into the waters of immersion for the spirit and for fire uh, we can call on the father to make for us afresh hallelujah that we can experience that overflowing of his spirit and his spirit is the guaranteed seal you know what does it mean that guaranteed seal here's the deposit a deposit is a small portion of it well this is what happens when we are saved but what does the father expect of us does he expect us to live the fullness of our life only with the deposits no we can grow in him and experience more of him and you know what holds us back from walking in a a greater authority a greater revelation is our connection and our yielding to the spirit if you will yield to the spirit your walk of faith will move into a whole new dimension because you'll have a confidence that's like david when he came with his sandwiches for his brothers then you know he saw that uncircumcised philistine and what was it about that uncircumcised philistine you have no covenant with my god so you're intimidating the army of Israel, the children of Israel, who is in covenant with the creator of the universe, then you think you're all high and mighty and all powerful. You have no strength in comparison to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah. So we recognize that guaranteed seal, that deposit. But it's like everything. You know, uh, you can give a tithe of your money uh, towards the kingdom. Uh, some are like, well, you know, I don't believe in tithing in the New Testament. Uh, you know, I don't teach tithing from the Messianic writings, from our life in Yeshua. Why? The Yeshua can require everything of you. Because it's no longer I that live, it's the Messiah living in me. So he has the fullness of me. So, you know, you've got a choice. Are we just going to operate in 10%? Or are we going to flow as the Spirit leads? And, you know, this doesn't mean that you've, you've just got to be willy-nilly with everything that you're doing. But it's recognizing if the Father wants you to give more, you've got to give as the Father leads so when it comes to giving what do we do so giving is a part of faith as well so what do we do in the place of giving uh, when we're dealing with faith we are inquiring of the father we're asking for his guidance give as the father leads you to give 
And you can't outgive Yehovah. And that's another element of faith. Well, wait a second. You know, uh, this is all I have. You know, and isn't that amazing that the greatest move of the Spirit happens with those who in the natural, it looks like they have the smallest gift. It looks like that five little loaves and two little fish and 5,000 men and women and children, that great magnitude, that little uh, deposit, you know, what's that going to do? How can that, uh, you know, five little loaves and two little fish, how can it feed so many people? Well, it's not going to feed people, but you need the, the faith, you need the power of the Ruach HaKodesh to manifest. And what do we need? We need to pull on the resources from heaven. Come by, eat, you who have no money. It's not about your money. It's not about your thing. So you can't outgive Yehovah. So in our faith walk, how are we giving? Because, you know, we talked about that scripture in uh, uh, Psalm 40, verse 8, where it talked about the will of Yehovah and, you know, how our heart is lined up with his will. A desire to do your will. What is the will of Yehovah doing and how is it lining with your heart? Because when the early believers experienced the transforming power of the resurrection of Yeshua in their lives, they got that deposit, that guarantee we're talking about here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. What happened? Their authority, their confidence rose to a whole new level and they realized that they were tapped into a source, that supernatural source where, what does the Father say? My God will supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory, not according to your abilities, not according to what job you can do. So, you know, we don't want to, I wasn't going to talk on giving, but, you know, we're talking about the walk of faith, and that includes every aspect of our life. It includes the alignment of our heart. And, you know, you want to see the authority you have, then look at what we sow into. Do we sow into the work of the Father? Are we giving our lives for the purpose of His kingdom? If we're doing that, we will see that there is nothing that the Father won't do. There's nothing, there's no area that He will not meet. Hallelujah. So, what do we see in verse 6 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5? It says, therefore, we will uh, we are always confident, and this is what we are just talking about a second ago, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from Yehovah. We live by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. So, in this realm, we've got this confidence. Until we are taken uh, up in our heavenly bodies, we've got this confidence. We have the opportunity to manifest the kingdom of Yehovah on this earth. So I'm not going to look at my nakedness in the natural. I'm not going to look at my limitations in the natural. But what am I going to do? I'm going to live by faith and not by sight. So I'm not looking at what I see. And, you know, as I was prayer walking, and I encourage you, you know, when was the last time you prayer walked? Like, went out 
out and said, Father, where's the mission? What's the commission? What are you doing in this area? How do I become a part of it? Start walking, start praying, start proclaiming. Every day I walk around my village and I proclaim the name of Yehovah. May your name be lifted up. May these streets have the praise of Yeshua uh, that people will come carrying the word of Yehovah and bring transformation within this community. And we identify and we look for uh, the work of Yehovah. Where is he working? How do we become a part of it? What's the area that we need to go? And we can do this. You don't have to give up your job and become a full-time ministry in, in some place in Africa or, or South America. No, that's not what it's about. But you are called to live by faith, not by sight, right where you are. I love what we shared on the Zoom call the other day. Jerry and a few others talked about uh, Dennis as well. He shared about uh, being equipped uh, by the Spirit. And Ian also shared about, uh, you know, not, not being skilled in his trade in all these areas. And all of a sudden, you know, by the Spirit, he was empowered to be able to function in other areas. And he received the skills and the gifting by the Spirit, which transformed his work and his ability. And he was able to testify, you know, I'm not doing this because I am able. I'm doing this by the Spirit. Hallelujah. We live by faith and not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with Yehovah. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we're at home in the body or away from him. So we've got these things settled. I choose to live by faith. I proclaim that this is the day of the power of Yehovah manifesting within my life. I'm not going to walk by sight. It doesn't matter what circumstances tell me. It doesn't matter what's in my bank account. It doesn't matter what I'm fa facing. I walk by faith and not by sight. And I want to receive the instructions of Yehovah to walk in His ways. One of the stories I shared on the, the Zoom call the other day was when, um, you know, I got this job in the dairy and I ended up getting this promotion before I even started as a dairy plant process operator. And I had no idea how to do this job. Uh, you know, I didn't go to school. I was running businesses from 11 years of age and, you know, my education was pretty limited. And, you know... There I was in this dairy, you know, the largest independent dairy in the UK. It's a pretty big uh, concern just outside London. And, you know, I was being trained to operate the ultra heat treatment uh, plant to process all of the milk and uh, other products, including non-dairy as well as uh, yogurt drinks and stuff like that. And, you know, it was all these toggle switch switches. It was pipes everywhere. It was like the size of a football stadium. There was pipes coming from everywhere. You had to bring the raw cream into tanks. You had to take the cream from the raw tanks uh, through the plant into sterile tanks. Uh, you had to sterilize the tanks. You had to clean the tanks with acid. And through all of this, there was so much to learn. And the computer technology, this tells you how old I am. It wasn't like the keyboard. It was toggle switches with LED lights and, you know, all different codes. And we had books. You went through the books and you worked out what T112 was and all this different types of stuff and they all had different functions 
you had automatic sections, you had manual override sections. And, you know, I remember, you know, as I'm going through these first, uh, th this first week in this position, I'm thinking, man, I'm up at four o'clock in the morning down this dairy working with these professionals. I couldn't even pick up a 10-gallon churn. <laughs> you know, the, oh, trying to lift it up to tip the churn, um, you know, from uh, the purging. You know, there was certain uh, churns would get thrown back in to the system. And, uh, you know, by the end of it, goodness me, and I could throw 10, 15, 20, uh, 10 gallon churns, no problem. But at the beginning, I couldn't even lift one. It was embarrassing, you know? The guy's looking at me like, you can't even lift this. But more than that, what I recognized, I recognized I am out of my depth. And the father said, I've called you here. And I didn't want to hear it. And I got my head in a 10,000 gallon tank. It was empty. I got my head in. God! <laughs> I said, you either get me out of here or teach me. And I, I, didn't, I had no intention of saying or teach me. I just wanted to say, God, get me out of here. I don't want to be here. <laughs> as far as my sight's concerned, I have no faith to be here. And I'm, I'm, I'm proclaiming, God, get me out of here or teach me. And this is what he said to me, I'm going to teach you. And that's the word I heard. I took my head out of that tank and all of a sudden I realized that I was going to be led by the Spirit. And I needed to rely on him with everything that was within me. And this is what Jerry was sharing when he was um, designing computer chips uh, back in the, the early days for um, uh, um, heating and cooling systems within commercial buildings. And, you know, he'd be struggling trying to work out the concepts of what needs to get done in uh, new developments and new technology. And then all of a sudden he'd have a, a word from Yahovah. He The father would speak to him and we'd give him the keys and he'd go into the office and he would apply what the Holy Spirit had said. And it was right on. And there's so many technologies, there's so many breakthroughs we have today that come by the Ruach HaKodesh. And every one of us is called to have these testimonies where we are walking in the Spirit, where we are experiencing the power of Yehovah. And here's the question, do you desire to do the will? Do you desire to uh, walk in accordance with the ways and the purpose of Yahovah. Are you ready with the deposit guaranteed seal? Are you just going to live on that little deposit? Or are you going to say, Father, I need the fullness of the Spirit. Ruach HaKodesh, fill my life, transform my life. Let me move into uh, another realm. You know, what is it they say about people? They were, oh man, that person, they were filled by the power of the Spirit. And then you've got another person, well, you know, yeah, yeah, he's got the spirit. But, you know, that other one, oh, man, that, that guy's got the spirit <laughs> in an increasing measure, a transforming measure. So the question is, how much of the spirit are we going to walk in? Are we going to experience the fullness of what he has for us? And, you know, go back to John chapter 14 there. 
And, uh, you know, what does it say? You know, before we start dealing with the Spirit, we've got to identify a few things. Number one, Yeshua says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You can't get to the Father except through me. If you don't come through me, don't think you're going to walk by faith and live in the Spirit. You know, what other things have we got to do? And we see this in Psalm chapter 40 that, that we read. I desire to do your will, my Elohim. Your instructions are within my heart. And then what does Yeshua say when he is aligning his uh, Yeladim, his disciples? He's getting them into that place, uh, not, uh, not his children, the disciples. And what, what he's saying is, if you love me, obey what I command. Follow my instructions. And here's the question. I and the Father are one. Yeshua's instructions are not different from the Father's instructions. You can find the connection to what Yeshua is saying is directly found within the Torah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Then we come to that place where Yeshua is recognizing, goodness me, you know, you're feeling things a little shaky here. Whoever has my commands in verse 21 of John 14 and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. So we have to establish, if you want to walk by faith and live by the Spirit, you have to establish yourself in the love of Yehovah. You are not going to experience the increasing measure of the Spirit if you are not in love with Yehovah by Yeshua. And this is vitally important because you can look at people who were on fire moving with the Spirit and you're like, man, there's, they, they've lost their love. They've lost their love from Yehovah, and, and the work of the Spirit is decreasing. The, you know, you can recognize the love of Yehovah is being reduced, and you might be in that season, and maybe you're struggling in areas, and, you know, your, your, your eyesight is not that, it's not set in the Spirit. You've been spending so much time looking around you and mumbling, uh, mumbling and complaining about what's going on around you. And, you know, unbelief is settling in. You've got to cut off that unbelief right now in Yeshua's name. And you've got to get to that place where we are increasing our love for Yehovah. And how is this found more than anything as we love the scriptures, as we press in? If we will have a prayer life, when we pray the word back to Yehovah, and be encouraged today. You're an overcomer. You want the authority that Joshua had? What did Moses say to Joshua? You know, look at Moses. He's the one that went up and got the commandments. He's the one that smashed the commandments. He's the one that interceded on behalf of a nation that should have been destroyed. And said, Father, you better work this out another way. But you are not going to wipe them all out and start again with me. That's not happening. You talk about the boldness of Moses, the strength of Moses, you know, but he, you know, he had an attitude and a few problems as well. And those problems by interfering with the prophetic examples of the scripture, he, that was it. Moses, you're not entering in. 
<laughs> you are not entering in. So here comes Joshua, and what does Moses say at the end of Deuteronomy? He talks about um, the boldness. He talks about, you know, Joshua, you've got to line yourself up. You've got to get ready. And you read Joshua chapter 1, and, you know, <laughs> you can go back and read it. We're not going to read it here just now, but it's, it's about every place you put your foot. If you will keep my word before you, you know, you are going to enter into the land. You're going to experience the fullness of his blessing. So where are we today? We're in the place where we are preparing the second coming of the Messiah. There is so much work to be done. There's no time for unemployed believers. Hallelujah. You know, if you don't have a job in the natural, then you need to be about his business until he identifies what you need to be doing. If you have a job, you need to be using your job to be effective for the kingdom of Yehovah. So, verse 23 of uh, John chapter 14, as we bounce around here by the Spirit, hallelujah, it says, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teachings. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Hallelujah. Receive the dwelling of the Father and the Son into your life right now. You are not on your own. You don't have to be lonely. You don't have to be down. You know, what is a believer doing in a state of depression? That's emotional. Get your, get your mind in order. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. It's not, uh, uh, you know, you, you've got to align yourself with what the Spirit is saying. Okay, so we will make our home with him. Verse 24, he who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. So how do we identify where we're at? Ask yourself the question. Are you obeying the instructions of Yahovah? Now, we might find areas where we are weak. You know, there's, there's now no condemnation. It doesn't end there for those who are in Yeshua the Messiah. So we've got to bring ourselves back in to that place with Yeshua the Messiah that we will experience in the power of his redemption. Yes, by grace we are saved. His grace covers us. Hallelujah. We can only come into the presence of Yehovah because we are clothed in Messiah. Praise the name of Yeshua. All this I have spoken to you while still with you. Verse 26. But the counselor, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. The Father will send in my name. Receive the Spirit. The Father is sending the Spirit to you. He will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Hallelujah. And then the next verse talks about, I'm leaving peace with you. I'm giving you peace. Guess what? This world's crazy. It's not going to accept the Spirit. But, you know, if you struggle, why is it people have a problem receiving the Spirit? You know, some people get very angry and upset concerning the spiritual things about walking in the Spirit. Because, you know, they've got the word, oh, you know, I'm not Pentecostal. You know, uh, I was ministering at a Hebrew Roots conference and they were so upset 
because the Holy Spirit poured out. People were speaking in tongues, singing in the Spirit. People were healed. People were transformed. The Father was equipping people and sending them. It was like revival that was happening. And people were mad. Like, you can't bring this. You know, this is, this is way too Pentecostal. And it's not about Pentecostal. It's about the Scripture. What does the Scripture say? No denomination <laughs> has the right to determine how we uh, accept or reject Scripture. You've got to receive the whole Scripture. It's either the Word or it's not the Word. If it's the Word... Father, heal my unbelief. I'm just trying to think uh, where that scripture is found. I think it was uh, uh, in Mark, isn't it, where he says, heal my unbelief. Um, Help me overcome my unbelief, Mark chapter 9, verse 22 to 24. Uh, Everything is possible to the one who believes. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do not believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. It's okay to get to that place. But let me tell you something. If you've been walking in faith and you continually deny the power of the Spirit, well, brother, prophecy is not for today. You know, uh, the, the gifts of healing, they're not for today. You know, people are not meant to get healed. You've just got to suffer, you know, in the presence of Yahovah. Uh, you know, tongues, uh, interpretation of tongues, uh, words of knowledge. Oh, no, 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 we, we, don't, we don't want this because well, maybe it'll be a little messy. Let me tell you something. We've got to embrace these gifts that come by the Spirit. So, you know, uh, don't complain about what gifts you don't have. The question is, are you asking for the gifts so that we can uh, be involved in the walk of faith? I'm not going to walk with what I see before me, but I'm going to walk by faith. So here's, here's the, the foundation. If you're not walking by what you see, what are you walking by? You're walking by the word of Yehovah. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by his word. And, you know, that's not something that, uh, you know, uh, the faith movement uh, worked out or made up. No, it's in the scriptures. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the, the word. We need to ask for the Father to deal with our unbelief. We need to deal with receiving the Spirit. But you can't receive the Spirit until you've understood the importance of the love that you have for Yehovah. And... If we don't have love, if we're not walking in his commands, if we're not walking in his ways, it's going to hinder our spiritual life. And we want to take those stops out. Do you just want that guaranteed seal, that little deposit? You know, or are you expecting to have a greater measure of the Spirit? If you want to see the increase of the Spirit, you've got to use spiritual gifts. You've got to function in the spiritual gifts. And as you function in the spiritual gifts, more will be given to you. You know, we see that testimony uh, to some 30, 60, or 100 fold. What is all that about? Why is it he who has... He, you know, uh, will have increase, and he who does not have even what he has will be taken from him. We want to see that increase of the Spirit, that blessing of the Spirit to be effective for his kingdom. So my encouragement today is to pursue the walk of faith in a greater measure. Now listen, you don't need to have faith like, you know, 
12 times the size of a skyscraper. No, faith the size of a mustard seed can pretty much handle anything here on this earth. But what we've got to do is come to that place where we just have this act and say, you know what, I believe. I believe. You want to see miracles of healing? You want to see transformation? Then we have got to come in to the presence of Yahovah and say, I love you. I walk in your ways. I'm committed to your commandments. Therefore, I will see the manifestation of your blessings upon my life. It says in Philippians chapter 4 that we can do all things through him who gives me strength. This is a statement of faith. Yeshua is saying to you right now, I am giving you strength. Hear the word of Yahovah. I'm empowering you right now to be effective for my kingdom. Do you receive it? Oh, brother, receive. You know, you see those preachers, receive, receive. No, it, it's real. It's important. The, you know, don't let the words just fall over you, you know, just put your hand up as we used to hear in the old days back in the 80s. <laughs> you know, put your hand up, catch the faith, pull it down, <laughs> receive. What does it mean to receive from Yahovah? And, you know, we need to take these things seriously. You've got to uh, be plugged in to the power of Yehovah. Father, I, I, I'm asking you for more. I'm asking you for the increase. I'm asking that you help my unbelief. I'm asking that you give me that supernatural strength. I can do all things. You can do all things. Oh, it's not anything that you want to do. But if you are walking in the love of Yehovah, you're living in His will, you're experiencing His blessings, you're going to see a transforming power of the Ruach HaKodesh manifesting in your life. Just look at how amazing that uh, grace that we receive through faith. That grace you receive through faith brought salvation to you. Hallelujah. What an amazing miracle. I am born again of the Spirit. Glory, glory, hallelujah. I am not what I used to be. I'm a new creation in Messiah. Hallelujah. There's faith involved. It's part of the ingredients of receiving grace. So what, what do we need to receive right now? Receive by faith and apply it to your life and you will see the glory of Yehovah. Maybe you've got to step out. Maybe the Father's been speaking to you, and, and you're just like too stiff in your flesh. You're, you're just like a carcass. Instead of effective for the gospel of the kingdom, we should be supple so the Father can uh, shape us and mold us into what He has for us. You know, don't be stiff-necked. Don't be those that say, you know what, I'll do this for you, Father, but you ask of me in this area... That's not going to happen. You know, I'm in control of that part of my life. And, you know, what's the Father saying? If you'll get to that place to experience the love of Yehovah in an ever-increasing measure, you, you just love to be in obedience to Yehovah, walking in these ways, 
addressing your tongue, addressing what you say. When that spirit of anger comes, when, you know, all of, you know, that attitude, you know, that you're trying to deal with. You need the gratitude attitude. You've got to say to those bad apples, those bad attitudes, I push you down in Yeshua's name. I know I can live in the fullness and the blessing of Yehovah. And I choose as an act of my will to renew my mind, to walk in your ways. So how are you going to do it? You want to see that uh, increase and in what it really means to have the walk of faith, then get in the Word, meditate in the Word, study the Word, just, you know, just just let them fill you, uh, and, and don't leave, and, and stay in that place, don't worry about your life, ha, don't we love that scripture, you know, oh, of course that's for someone else, isn't it, you know, don't, Oh, don't worry about your life, you know. Uh, you know, that's not what we want to hear when you look at worry in uh, Matthew chapter 6. Um, don't store up for yourself treasures on earth. Well, wait a second. That takes a whole bunch of faith to deal with that. Because what's Yeshua saying? He says, listen, if you will get in order of the kingdom... You can't outgive me. You can't get blocked. You know, watch what I'll do. Don't store up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust will destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That needs to be dealt with to identify, are we living for the purposes of Yehovah? Or are we just attaching godly principles to our lives so we look good in society? But, you know, we maybe need to get a little bit crazy on how we live so the world will see us by the Spirit. You want to see your family, your neighbors saved? Live by the Spirit. Hallelujah. And when they start seeing the manifestation of the glory of Yehovah, what are they going to do other than believe? Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. You know, uh, Psalm chapter 40, verse 8. The eye is the lamp of the body. Hallelujah. If the eye is good, your whole body is full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body is full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Father, open our eyes by the Ruach HaKodesh. May we have eyes to see by the Spirit. We don't live by sight, but we live by faith. Glory to Yehovah. No one can serve two masters. Either he will serve the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You can't serve both Elohim and mammon, money. And, you know, look, it's not that money is bad. Thank you, Father, for resources. But it's the, it's the love of money It's the root of evil. It's not, it's not money that's evil. It's the love of it. Father, give us resources to be effective for your kingdom. <laughs> but I'm not going to love money. I'm going to love you and walk in your ways. And then this is the verse we're trying to get to. 
uh, verse 25, therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink. And isn't that amazing when Yeshua send these statements, when he says don't worry about your life, he starts dealing with the daily requirements of basic living. He's not talking about, don't worry about your life when you build your second home. Don't worry about your life when you buy your third car. That's not what he's talking about here. He's talking about what you eat, what you drink, what you wear. He's like, I want to get right in in every part of your life. Don't worry. Can I not provide? You know, am I not Jehovah Jireh? Do I not provide for you? Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who by worrying can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the fields grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that's how Elohim clothed the grass of the fields, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown in the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So, if you want your faith to increase, you've got to uh, submit in your life. And of course, this comes after uh, the, the prayer of the disciples that Yeshua gives us. And what does he say in that prayer in verse 11, same chapter? Give us today our daily bread. Give us today our daily We see provision in there. And what do we recognize about provision? Where does it come from? Father, I want to see provision that you give to me. May your provision come to me in Yeshua's name, not just on what I labor and what I work for, but may I receive your provision. May I experience my daily bread that you will provide. So if the Father says, I'm calling you to give in this way, you can give hilariously if that's what the Father's saying to you. That's okay. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> just give as the Father leads. Why? Because your needs will be met. Oh, you of little faith. Verse 31. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans, those pagans, they run after these things. And your heavenly Father, he knows that you need them. Those godless ones, those that walk in their own strength and their own ability, don't walk like them. But what are we called to do? So what's the secret of the walk of faith? What brings all this to a head where we say glory, glory, hallelujah. It's verse 33. This is not just for the 12-year-old in Sunday school. Hallelujah. This is the word of Yahovah for you. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, what's the therefore? Therefore, everything we just talked about before. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day is enough trouble on its own. So, you know, don't be caught up with the whole world situation. Yes, I recognize what's going on in our world. I will pray into the situation, but I'm not going to be stressed out. I live just, you know, a number of miles from the Lebanese border in the western Galilee, <laughs> you know, how many missiles are pointing in my direction? You know, if uh, Hezbollah explodes, which it will at some stage, 
Where is safety? Safety is found in the will of Yahovah, in the presence of Yahovah. I'll deal with today's trouble. I don't need to fix the world. You know, you've got all these prophetic councils that think they've got to get, you know, have everything in place of what's going to take place, how it's going to take place, and wah, 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 wah. You know what? I want to live the life. I want to make a difference for Yehovah today. I want to bring his kingdom and build. I'm not going to look at the weather forecast to identify, well, you know, I think it's going to rain for the next six days. I want to be faithful with what he's called me to do today. So let me tell you something. This is a great day. I want you to lift your hand in the air, get a grasp of faith and say, Father, I believe, I receive. If you believe, you will receive what you have asked for in prayer. I, I give up my prayers before you, Father, and I know you're a God who answers me. He is worthy to be praised. Take a moment and give glory to Yehovah, for this is the day he's made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And there's nothing that's impossible with him. And we believe, and we know that he is able. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for this word. I thank you for time within the scripture. Oh, praise the name of Yeshua. May the fire of the Ruach HaKodesh consume us. May you empower us by your spirit right now for whatever we need. We come against sickness. We say to leukemia, go. We say to cancer, go. We say to brain tumors, go. We say to broken bones, be healed, be restored now in Yeshua's name. We speak to lungs to be transformed form to be restored. We, we speak to uh, our uh, people who have COVID, be supernaturally healed right now. Virus and all viruses, get out our bodies in Yeshua's name. Where there's no way, Father, we proclaim a way. Where there's people who feel that they are, uh, you know, just out on, on, on a loof. They don't know what to do. Will you give them instructions? Give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to understand. Will you mobilize the body of Messiah in this day to be effective for your kingdom? Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message today. Share this with someone. Who needs this encouragement today? Come on. Take a moment. Send it to them. Share it with them. The podcast will be up in the next five, ten minutes. And remember, you can go on Spotify. You can go on your favorite podcast platform. And you can also listen to these devotions on there as well. I think you just put Kenny Russell Daily Devotion. You should be able to find it on those platforms. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed and encouraged with this message? Email me, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. If you're blessed and you know, and you want us to get this message out, you want to support what we do in outreach and making a difference and bringing the gospel of the kingdom, then you know, take a moment and give to the ministry for the work of the kingdom. Hallelujah. We know that the Father's able. He know, we know that he will provide everything we need for what we are called to do. Thank you, Father. Thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.